I could easily walk, I don't know, half mile and, and I could, I could come upon, uh, like 10 dead birds and, uh, doggy loves the smell of death. Just loves it. That's probably why he's so close to me. Cause he smells that my career died. Yeah. Self-deprecating. Cheers. Cheers on that. This episode sponsored by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. All right. I had to turn on the right mic. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my live stream. We are over here now. Terrible rainy uh, rainy day here in New York City. Uh, we came to town uh, for a kid's party, actually. That was absolutely fantastic yesterday. It was amazing. What's up, Nick Umbridge? How are you? What's going on, Alexander? Member of my YouTube channel. How are you, brother? Good to see you again. We got Thomas. We got the Jive Turkey. He's a member of the uh, of the uh, YouTube memberships. Thank you very much, Jive Turkey. We got Spuds Buckley. We got the uh, I Should Be Home Now. Mike O'Donnell, member of uh, my YouTube channel. Brian Bernard. Beautiful day. Yeah, isn't it just terrific? What a crappy ass day here in New York City. But. Uh, we had to come to the city. We uh, we had a kid's party like, I don't know, an hour north of here in some insane neighborhood at somebody's insane house. It was gorgeous. And uh, usually kids' parties are like a drag. But this this kid's party could be one of the best ones I ever went to. And they're all like, well, thanks for thanks for coming. I'm like, of course. You know, my, uh, my two kids are, are very close with this particular kid. And, you know. When you're a parent and you get a lot of invites for kid kids' parties, you, you, you sit your kids down and you're like, uh, how well do you know this kid? <laughs> so you can like say no to some of these. But this was uh, one we knew we didn't want to say no to. And uh, they just did it upright. They had so many activities for the kids. The pool was absolutely amazing. They had a giant bounce house that I, I, I don't know. You would see at a carnival. This thing, I've never seen a bigger one in my life. It was one of those obstacle course ones. And uh, the parents were getting into it. And then my, uh, my friend, I'm like, uh, you know, who threw the party with his wife, obviously. I'm like, dude, you did this up right. Look at your beer choices. Had a Founders IPA. We had some Montauk Brewing uh, Company beers. They had uh, top-of-the-line tequila for margaritas. And then for the first time, I never saw this before, but uh, I had no idea that Corona is making a non-alcoholic beer. I I had no idea until yesterday at this party. But that's why we're here in New York City for, I don't know, God, I can't wait. Maybe maybe for another 10 minutes. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's get back to the beach. Good day, Hope. It's always crazy when a serial killer gets found. Governor Riffraff, how are you? They got a suspect for the uh, for the Gilgo uh, Beach murders. I think the case is far from over. If you want to know the truth, Governor Riffraff, I, I got some major issues with this thing. You know the whole deal, right? I don't know, about 10, 11 years ago, a whole bunch of bodies uh, were discovered at Gilgo Beach, which is a beautiful part of Long Island. We've all been there. It's kind of an isolated beach in between like uh, the Great South Bay, I think, is up over there. And the ocean There's just a little like strip of land that goes like this on the southern part of Long Island. Goes, uh, it goes really, really far. 
And you can get there by car, certainly, but uh, it's not a it's not a spot where it gets very, very crowded. It's very, very chill. It's very, very nice. Over the years, I've been to Gilgo Beach. I haven't been there in uh, ten years because now it's a it's a creepy place after they found all those bodies. Uh, once or twice, I actually took a jet ski across the bay. So you got the mainland of Long Island, right? Then you got the bay, and then the little strip of land like this, and then it's the Gilgo Beach is in here, right? And you can ch chill out on the bay side, or you can go to the ocean side. So a lot of people uh, take their boats or their jet skis uh, there, you know, for like a day trip. But man, I haven't been back, and so many other people have not been back. It's just, it's just too creepy now. They finally got this guy, Rex, from Massapequa Park. And uh, that went down on Friday's live stream, by the way. I think it was John Quartz that broke the news. I'm like, holy crap, because most of us Long Islanders, we were convinced that uh, they would never find the guy. Or, and this is where I'm at, guys! Everyone's celebrating. They got the guy. They have linked him to three of the, of the bodies, uh, possibly a fourth. But there's at least 10 bodies, at least. They're saying there might even be more. I think this guy, they, they caught, I, I think they're going to find all sorts of other things that he has done. I don't think he has stopped doing what he was doing. Hell, you, no, a guy like that doesn't just stop. So they're going to probably discover all sorts of stuff now that they got his DNA. Here's the problem. They've been watching this guy for over a year. So they, they were pretty sure this was, was the guy. So they've been watching them for over a year. And then they finally, they needed a little DNA action. And, and this guy, Rex, he doesn't like pizza crust, I guess. So he, he dumped uh, the remains of some pizza, I think, in New York. I don't know. He has, a, he has an office close to Penn Station. And they're like, all right, we got his DNA. It's the guy. And here's the problem. I, I think they wanted to you know, wait before arresting him because they're trying to gather more info and they're trying to connect him to all 10 bodies at Gilgo Beach. That's why they didn't uh, arrest him right away. And then the, it, it comes out that they were scared that he was going to strike again. So then for public safety reasons, they had no choice and they arrested uh, good old Rex. Good old Rex, the creepy neighbor in Massapequa Park. They didn't want to take him down yet. And, and the reason is because they don't, I don't think they have him connected to the other six bodies at Gilgo Beach. That's the problem here. But they had no choice because they, uh, because of public uh, safety reasons, they had to, you know, take him in. I think that's a problem that uh, they, they've only connected him to three, possibly four of the bodies, and they arrested him. That is going to be a big problem. Personally, I think, there, I, I think there's another guy. I think there's another guy. I think there's another guy. Yes. So everybody's celebrating, but I think this case is, uh, is, is far from over. But with his DNA, I think, um, I think they're going to solve some cold cases that might not have anything to do with the Gilgo Beach stuff. Just cold cases here and there. Like, oh, look at this. DNA matches up with this one and that one. Because there's no way a guy like that just stops cold. For the last, what, 10, 11, 12 years? There's, there's just no way. Brian Bernard, Rex lives so close to me. His crap house should have been a dead giveaway that a serial killer lives there. <laughs> Holy, that's right, Brian Bernard. You're kind of in that area, man. Yeah, one of our own lives pretty damn close. But yeah, some people said he was a, the quiet neighbor. Other people said he, he had the house in the neighborhood that 
we told our kids not to go to uh, for Halloween. Uh, he was an architect in New York City, but his his personal house was just in disarray, a mess. Um, and a lot of neighbors said, look, you know, when we were walking around, we would cross the street before we got to his house. We didn't want to be anywhere near that. I really think there's another person. That, that's why I, I wouldn't celebrate too much. And, him, and the other person might not even be connected to Rex at all. It's just a good place to dump bodies. It's a very isolated area of uh, Long Island. But that's all we know so far. The, the, you know, the, the, guy, uh, the guy's in custody. They arrested him in New York City. Uh, I think you've seen the video by now. All of a sudden, you just walk in the street. They got it on camera. Because basically, when you walk uh, around these streets, you're on camera more times than you're not. So, you know, a camera captured his, ap his apprehension on the streets of New York City. He's just walking like a, like a, like a whatever, like an ogre. Walking like, man, I'm good, I'm good. It's been 10, 11 years, I'm good. And then next thing you see is like a whole bunch of NYPD, like higher brass guys, the, the, real, the real cops of New York City. I know a few of those guys. And all of a sudden, they're quickly walking behind them. And then they stop them and arrest them on the streets of New York. That's just crazy. There's going to be more victims. And I don't think they're going to be... Uh, Connected to the Gilgo Beach, I think they're going to be completely separate to victims. Maybe in another state, maybe in another area, but uh, I'm telling you, this is far from over. If you live on Long Island, we've been, uh, we've all had this in the back of our heads, and and I still have it in the back of my head because I'm like, no, 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 this isn't over. This is nice, nice piece of the pie, you know. Um, it's going to give closure to some of the families that they definitely have connected this guy to, but nah, it's far from over. But the one thing, uh, living on Long Island and knowing this thing is just in the back of our heads like it is, we all, <laughs> this is where the sick humor comes in, we all have suspected somebody in our lives. <laughs> Cheers, Jesus. <laughs> so I... Uh, I texted one of my brothers and I was like, well, I guess blank isn't the, uh, you know, the Long Island serial killer. And he laughs, you know, and, and then I was talking about that at the party yesterday and, and uh, not one, but two people said, I, we did the same thing. Everyone had a, a suspect in their heads. If you live on Long Island. Yeah. They can only tie him to four. That's what's crazy. And, and what I'm trying to say here today They've been basically following this guy for over a year. They've been trying to build a case with this guy. They needed the DNA, and they finally got that. But they even – I mean, just read between the lines. They're like, we had to get him, uh, whatever, two days ago because we were worried he was going to strike again. So whatever he was doing online, he was, he was revving up, revving up for another one. So they knew they had to, you know, they had to get him. But, I mean, I think in a perfect world, they would have liked to watch this guy for another three or four months and, and try to build a case and try to get the connection between him and the other, and the other victims. They, like I said, they can only connect him to three and, and possibly four at, at this moment in time. I might be totally wrong. They might have a whole bunch of more evidence and they're going to slowly uh, connect him to the others. But uh, something about this, when they said we had no choice, we had to take him now, means they weren't confident – that, that, that this guy did all 10. Um, but we'll see. It's a wait and see. We'll see. Bodies were found right by one of my... Oh, that's good. That's good, Brian Parnas. That, yeah, that's good. 
we all well we all know that area it's 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 really nice but especially off season it's creepy as all hell really quiet and desolate the other thing i kind of i got blocked by uh billy baldwin uh see i'm not as shocky these days you know i i still have it in, in me to throw out a shock jock thing here and there but for the most part i'm not i'm way less shocky with my podcast and my live streaming but i couldn't help myself because billy baldwin he he tweeted uh i woke up to find out that uh, rex the uh possible gilgo beach murderer uh billy goes uh, he went to my high school he went to my high school I, I woke up this morning. I know the guy. He went to my high school. And then I couldn't help myself. And uh, I said, <laughs> I said, wow. <laughs> I said, wow, your high school has a lot of killers <laughs> or a bunch of killers. Wow, your high school has a bunch of killers. I couldn't help it. Look, every once in a while, I get the itch. I get the itch to be a shock jock. So I tweeted that, right? Oh, boy, did he block me. He did not like that one. But it's true that that high school has has that guy who you can't really compare to Billy Baldwin's brother. But, you know, and then his brother. Eh, eh. And he blocked me immediately. He's not happy. But I was also like, stop making it about you. You know, I was once at Gilgo Beach, so if I uh, if I was uh, a sex worker and if I was a female, you know, it could have been me. Shut up. And then how how? Look, fair enough. I mean, Billy Baldwin. Of course, he should have blocked me. Of course, he should have. And you know, it was a, a little shocking on my part. But what is he doing, knowing like what happened to his brother? Saying that I went to high school with the guy. You also went to high school with another another killer. Jesus. I mean, it's not funny, I guess, but what did he think was going to happen? But I felt bad. I did feel bad. I I actually, which is very, very rare, I deleted the tweet. I'm like, you know, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just bad energy. I was like, yeah, this is just bad energy. You know, I, I, I ah, whatever. This episode sponsored by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. Cannonballs. This summer, it's not about the size of those cannonballs. It's about making a splash with our friends at Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code O-P-O-P-I-E for 20% off and free shipping. When you're at the cookout, let the meat speak for itself with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. It's time to get ready and not sweaty. Do you get it? We're talking about your balls. Trim your balls. Manscaped's got the Performance Package 4.0. It has everything you need to guarantee you'll have the most mouth-watering treats at the party. Oh, dear God. They have built the ultimate bundle for your summer grooming. Of course they have. They got the 4.0 trimmer, the lawnmower. Features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. They got the 7,000 RPM motor. They got a light. You can do this in the shower. It's waterproof. They got other great stuff, too. They got the ball deodorant, the crop preserver ball deodorant. They got wipes. 
They got uh, they got like a nail trimming package for your funky toenails and much, 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 much more. All right, look, you got to check it out for yourself. Manscaped.com. I got most of their stuff. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code OPIE. Manscaped, the perfect way to get your patties sizzling hot this summer. Oh, yeah. Manscaped.com, promo code OPIE. Uh, Brian Bernard, see, Brian's a Long Islander. See, us Long Islanders, we have, we, ha- we, we understand the whole Gilgo Beach area. You know, it's, uh, it's a very isolated area. It, even in summer, you're not going to see a lot of people out there. You'll see people, but not a lot. But then, man, in the, like, in the winter, no one goes down there. Every once in a while, you'll take the ride along. I think it's Ocean Parkway, right, Brian Bernard? You'll take the ride because it's just beautiful, but you're not stopping anywhere. There's not many places to actually stop. And I think you're right. I think it's just a great place to, you know, try to dump a body. Oh, my, oh my God. Are we talking about this today? Uh, moral of the story, eat your pizza. Cr- no kidding. That means the pizza place doesn't have good dough because if you got good dough, you uh, you eat the pizza crust. And that was another thing at the kids' party yesterday because they, they, <laughs> they had a wood-burning pizza oven outside. Oh, my God. My next purchase. My next purchase. I didn't realize they had portable wood-burning pizza ovens for outside. I had no idea. I'm, I'm just dumb. So I, I took a picture of the brand and everything. Um portable you could just put it up on your table on your deck fire that up on uh, up to what 750 degrees something like that and then the pizza's cooking less than a minute maybe two minutes tops but you got to keep spinning it so you don't burn it we were eating pizza all day long at this kid's party and of course people like make sure you finish your crust (laughs) that's how they got them after 10 11 12 years they're like all right we just need some DNA from this ogre. Wow, what are we going to... Oh, my... And they're just following them all over the place. They've been following them for a really long time. And uh, who knows? They probably bugged his house and his phones. I mean, they were they were watching this guy closely. Like I said, the only reason they took him down when they did was because they were nervous. He was revving up to do something again. But all of a sudden, he discarded his pizza like this. He didn't like the crust. And there's your D and to the A right there. And now they're going to... Compare that DNA to some cold cases all over Long Island and possibly possibly elsewhere. So this story is going to get way crazier. And then they, they're pulling things out of his, uh, his house. They pulled out a, uh, a giant uh, cooler or refrigerator. That's never good. They pulled that out. They, uh, and then yesterday they pulled out a creepy doll that's in a case, in a glass case. Did anyone see that? So they pulled that out. And you know they just want to dig up that yard. You know that's coming. You know, like next week in Massapequa, there's going to be a giant backhoe. It's time to dig up this yard. The crust is the best part. It all depends on the dough, my friend. Especially if you get a little extra sauce on the side. You know how to do it. You dip the crust. Everyone knows you dip the crust. Squirrels love pizza crust. Opie, what? Uh, Who's celebrity? Oh, wait. Uh, what celebrity has the worst? <laughs> Can I even answer this question? I mean, the celebrities I met or my theories. 
Are you, are you getting at my Jennifer Aniston theory? Why she can't hold a man? Because I had the unfortunate experience when I was coming up in the game. I had one that was, uh, I had one that was a little rough, a little rough. It was, uh, it was low tide all the time. It was a little rough. And uh, without getting into it, a good shower only took low tide away for about a half hour. <laughs> so is that what you're getting at? And my theory is that Jennifer Aniston might have the low tide problem, and that's why she can't hold a man. I, I'm the worst. I really am. The, look, and I got a Zen cup. What are you doing? But that's my theory. You know the theory. I've been talking about the theory for many, many years. Please, not to hand out the window on the way home. Yes, John, yes. Lovely gal, but man, and I don't even think they, uh, I, don't, I don't think they even discovered it. I'm so old, they didn't even discover it yet. But it's a real thing. Someone could come up with a name. I'm sure it's in the uh, the chat room. But yeah, man. I had one gal that, uh, you know, it was low tide all, I mean, all the time. All, I mean, all, I mean, all the time. All the time. You ever walk by a dumpster on, okay, shut up. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers on that. Let's just put it this way. It almost ruined an act for me for the rest of my life. I'll say that much because I was a young, naive boy. And maybe I thought that uh, there, were, there was a lot more low tide out there than there actually was. Do you understand what I'm getting at, Carol? I hope so. And to John Quartz's point, yes, I was... Um, I was driving home for a, whatever, one of the breaks, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving uh, day, day break or whatever it was, and I had a Honda Accord, and uh, it was a stick shift. I loved driving from Geneseo to Long Island and that thing. Oh, my God. And there was, there was a trip back to Long Island where I, uh, I kept my hand out the window. Yes. Because I couldn't – all right, I got to shut up. Wow. Wow. Why? I don't think you understand low tide, Jamie Murray Day. I don't think you understand that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think some of these people fully understand how bad low tide could be. We're not talking about like, you know, we're not talking like low tide where it's a little cute. We're talking low tide where you're like, oh, my God. Is there a whale carcass around here somewhere? I know that, Carol. It's just, oh, it, it's just. Oh, I'll just put the Ben Gay away. It's just. For, for yes. <laughs> yes, like I'm a garbage man in New York City. Yes. Yes. It's just bacteria. I said, I said a touch of low tide, no problem. It makes you feel like a man. I'm a man. But you never want to get to the point where you're like, oh, oh, my God. Where you literally get lightheaded and want to fall over. Got a super chat from Brian Bernard, who lives very close to uh, Rex, who's the suspect in the Gilgo Beach uh, case. Although they're only going to connect him to four uh, bodies uh, for a while. We'll see if they connect him to more. But uh, 
I don't know. My hunch says it's uh, it, there's another person involved that maybe Rex knows or maybe he doesn't. That's what I'm saying on record today. Alex Baldwin is no longer the most popular killer in Massapequa. Wow, $9.99, Brian. Thank you very much. It made me shave my mustache. Okay, let's move on. Oh, my God, yeah. Rex was uh, – well, they, he was described by, I guess um, – I guess by uh, a witness or whatever as uh, as an ogre, like just a giant, giant heap of a man. And then it turns out his brother, like, you hear about his brother? What's the story with his brother? I'm trying to remember. Like, he literally killed a cop or something in a bar fight? Or I, I got to get the info, but his brother's a bad, bad boy, too. I mean, he, I, he killed, I think, a cop. And then this guy, Rex, he jumps in front of cars. He's got lawsuits all over the place. He's got, like, a record of being hit by cars. Like, wow, way, man. You know, and, and a few neighbors did describe him as, you know, he was quiet and kept to himself. I don't want quiet keeping to themselves neighbors ever. Why are you surprised at this point? You know, I found him to be kind of quiet. He kept to himself. He didn't bother anyone. That's the guy you watch. That's the guy you put surveillance on. I want loud, obnoxious neighbors all around me. Are you kidding me? Of course I do. That's not a thing anymore. We've all lived long enough to know that, I don't know. He was quiet and kept, kept, kept to himself. Of course he did. He didn't want you coming in, uh, to his backyard. He didn't want you in his house. Are you kidding me? Wait till you wait till they start telling us what they have found in his house and in his backyard. Of course, he was quiet and kept to himself. That dude didn't put lights on for Halloween. Hell no, he didn't put up any Christmas decorations. He did not want you to know anything about him because he wanted to go and do his thing. I don't know. Quiet. Quiet. No. If you have a quiet neighbor that keeps to themselves, move, 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 move. You move right now. Hey, Billy Baldwin, my bad. I want to publicly apologize to Billy Baldwin. Um, probably not the best thing to tweet at you, but you had to think that people were going to say something. Maybe you keep that one to yourself, Mr. Baldwin. What's your first impression of Soundgarden? I um, I like Soundgarden, but I didn't like Soundgarden as much as other bands from that era, like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. But certainly Soundgarden has some freaking grinders, man. But I love Chris Cornell's voice probably more than all of those other singers. Um. And, you know, when he was screaming out the Soundgarden songs, man, they were terrific. Of course they were. Spoonman, amazing. But when he slowed it down and, and, and really showed off what his voice could do, oh, my God. Good God. Chris Cornell was an angel on earth. And he is very, very missed. And he was very uh, down to earth when he came in and did our show a couple times. Very, very cool. But I wasn't a huge Soundgarden fan. I went to a Soundgarden fan, I think, with E-Rock. It was E-Rock in Jersey. And uh, give me my stuff back, E-Rock. We actually hung out. Get my stuff and just mail it to one of my houses. No questions asked. I want, I want a ding-dong, ding-bong. And I go to the door, and there's just a fucking 
stack of boxes with my stuff in it. Give me my stuff back. But I went to a uh, Soundgarden show at E-Rock, and um, I think it was – I can't say it was the, uh, the loudest show I've been to because that goes to Metallica at the Apollo Theater. Good God. I, I've never been more scared at noise in my life than seeing Metallica at the Apollo Theater. It was a Sirius XM event. Hit that like bitch. This is a good story. They decided to basically bring all their stuff in that they, they use at outdoor stadiums, more or less. And I felt my rib cage vibrating to the point. I'm like, this feels dangerous. <laughs> and, sh- and shit was falling from the rafters. That, that place was so loud and shaking so violently. And I remember it was one of those times that me and Anthony were sort of getting along. He was sitting close because he came to the, the event as well. And the, uh, we had pretty much had signed seats. So they put us sort of together, not knowing that we really didn't really socialize or like each other. But he did turn to me in a moment and he goes, he, he like basically said, take out your earplug for a second. Oh, yeah, I went full earplug. I mean, full earplugs. And then I pulled one out and I could not believe that I lived that long without hearing a noise that loud in my life. So without saying Metallica at the Apollo Theater, loudest rock show I've ever been to. Second would be Soundgarden in New Jersey. I mean, I'm not speaking out of turn. You guys know this crap. But it's one of those shows where it's so loud it kind of hurts and it's not enjoyable anymore. I've been to shows where it's so loud and you're just – totally into it. I think about uh, seeing Tool. Um, they were really loud, but it didn't like, it didn't like fucking hurt. But Soundgarden was like that too, man. They like to crank their audio as well. Oh my God. It was a good show too, man. It was definitely a really, really good show. Move. That's right, Carol. I don't know. You know, we had no inklings. He was very quiet and kept to himself. Yeah, those are the problem, people. You want a really loud neighbor. I know sometimes you're like, ah, there's a hole. But you want the loud ones because they have nothing to hide. When you're quiet, keeping to yourself, you're hiding something. It's as obvious as that. So these stupid eyewitnesses, you know, when they interview the neighbors, I- I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Those are the ones you should be suspicious of. Of course. Any memories from the grunge era? Jesus Christ. That's a, that's like a, that's a great question. Oh my God. I, I mean, it, uh, it restored my faith in music. If you want to know the truth. I, you know, I was, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't like, I mean, I was a music jock, but I always was trying to throw in way more than just, introing records i gotta say that i don't know if i've officially ever said that but there was a time in in my radio career i was definitely playing a lot of music on my radio shows and um the hairband stuff i go way back to the hairband stuff and it was getting so saturated you're just like oh my god another song where we got to put out our like get our lighters out all these hard rocking hairbands they all had to have a a slow song and it was so predictable and then um I remember I was in I was in Buffalo at this point at the Fox, and all of a sudden we got this record in, and that fucking riff that the first couple seconds of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," I was like, "What the f is this?" And we gobbled up all of it, 
And one of the reasons why grunge uh, was as huge as it was, was because the hairband thing was getting so tired and everyone was just sitting around and especially rock radio going, Oh my God, we need, we need, some, we need a shot of adrenaline. We need something. And uh, Nirvana provided that. And they just, just ripped open the doors and all the other bands followed them in. Oh my God. Yeah. That's my memory on that. Yes. I met Metallica. Uh, just about all of them. I saw Metallica in Buffalo. I got to sit in uh, the Snake Pit. So Metallica was another band. They weren't they weren't officially grunge, obviously, but they were coming on the scene eh, sort of around the same time as Nirvana, as far as like mainstream uh, awareness. And we were playing Metallica in Buffalo. We were one of the f- very few stations across America playing Metallica. We played them before the Black Album. The Black Album was where everyone else is like, I think it's safe to start playing this band. But there were some cool stations out there, and I was part of one of them in uh, in Buffalo. We were playing um, we were playing Ride the Lightning and One and some other songs from their earlier records. But they had a show in um, in uh, Buffalo. I got a picture of a very young Opster with a very young Metallica. Uh, and it's a group photo. I got to find that. That'd be badass to, to post. And uh, they did a concert called the, where they had something called the Snake Pit. And because I worked for the radio station, I was allowed to go in there. And it was uh, just a special, it was sort of think VIP before they started that whole VIP thing at shows. And so, you know, for some extra bucks or listeners, I'm trying to remember, or maybe both. Why do I have to give such details? Who cares? Um, you got to sit for the Metallica show, not sit actually, stand below the stage and look up at him. And like Hetfield would would stand and, and it and it was this far up. So his boots would be this high. And there were like there were vantage points, you know, all around. It was like it was sort of I, I forgot what material they used, but it was like it was almost like grates. So you could see through it nice and they could wander around the stage no problem without falling onto you. And then they had like Areas where like Hetfield would sing and it was wide open uh, in front of his microphone and the other band members. And you got to just wander under the stage and it was called the snake pit. I'll never forget how cool that was. It was, it was one of the coolest uh, rock show experiences I ever had. Um, And the whole, like the whole advertising was, you know, see Metallica, the snake pit, man, we're in the snake pit. $5 $5 on the way out. Thanks, Brian. Brian Bernard, living close to Rex, the Gilgo Beach serial killer suspect. Look at Brian Bernard. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Just uh, we've been dealing with that, that whole thing for a long time here on Long Island. A long time. Um, yeah, the only plug I got, I'm, I'm offering memberships on my YouTube channel now, OP Radio, and I'm certainly taking it seriously and trying to make it worth your while. But give me a little, a little time to build the thing, okay, please? All right, guys, have a great day. Thanks for checking this out. Greatly appreciate it. Um, tomorrow morning, you know, 7, 7.15. Hope you're going to be around for that. If not, we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Peace. Bye. Cheers. Boo 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 boo.